What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kelechi, back with another episode of the Ramblin' Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are doing well. I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are taking all the precautions you know to take. But I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. This lockdown fatigue is really, really kicking in for me, man. I really want to go play soccer. I just... I haven't played soccer since February, and oh man, it's starting to like, I'm starting to be like an addict, I'm starting to itch myself, I'm starting to have the chills, I'm starting to shake all over the place, like it's it's not good man, it's not good, like I, I need to get my soccer in, I need to get my fix, it's like I'm like a junkie that needs his fix, like yeah, give me the soccer, give, give me the soccer, I need it, I need the ball, I need it. I need to shoot a ball, I need to pass, I need to dribble, I need it! I need it! Oh man, it's getting harder and harder, and the fact is, it's not getting any easier out here because the cases are actually spiking, so, I don't know, I might just sacrifice myself and go play soccer tomorrow or something, I don't know, man, because, uh, man, I just, ah, I need to play something, I need, I need to play soccer, it just, I got, I just, I just, I want to get the feel of a ball at my foot, even though I'm going to suck for a while, but a ball at my foot and me dribbling and running up and down the field, my chest pumping out of my chest or my heart pumping out of my chest, my throat dry because I'm, because I'm thirsty and I'm out of breath. <sighs> I miss it, man. I miss it. Coronavirus. Just go. Just go, man. Like after COVID, nobody wants you anymore. Eh? Or uh, my bad, Auntie Rona, Uncle COVID, you people came to visit. We did, you didn't announce yourself. We didn't even invite you. You people just came inside house. You've been balancing yourself everywhere, giving everybody problem. Eh? Come on, be going. Nobody wants you inside this house. Eh? Come on, just be going. We're tired though. We are very, very tired. It's, it's exhausting. It's very exhausting. They'll just come. Next thing you know, somebody doesn't have the same money that they used to have before. Next thing you know, somebody is tired all over the place after running up and down, up and down. Ah, just to help this one. They just came and took over everything. I'm tired of this anti-COVID, this anti-Rona. It's just too much work. Just coming to somebody's house, uninvited, ruining everything. Why? Why? It's unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. But here we are. Here we are, dealing with the Rona, Rony Rona. And we gotta, we gotta keep taking the precautions we know to to take we gotta wear our masks we gotta keep social distancing we gotta just think about other people and not just of ourselves and that's where we are right now and i don't know i'll let y'all know if i end up playing soccer or not i'm really tempted to go play soccer because i just i don't know i just need to kick a ball around um i just i just want to but anyway that's not why we're here we are on this podcast. Welcome back to the Rambling Mind Show. On this podcast, we talk about all things money. We talk about personal finances. We talk about investing. We talk about business news and how that affects the dollars in your pocket. On Tuesdays, we focus on personal finance and investing. And on this Tuesday, I'm going to try something slightly different. I'm trying, I'm going to test out something and see if a sub 15 minute podcast is possible for somebody who likes to ramble like myself already we're already like four minutes in and i've not even started the podcast so 
there's that. <laughs> there's that. So I don't know if it's going to be possible. But anyway, today we're going to be talking about the ways that we self-sabotage our futures, especially our financial futures, the ways that we self-sabotage our financial futures. I mean, for the most part, I think every single person knows exactly what they need to do with their finances. But however, we tend to mess it up. As they say, something that is simple doesn't mean that it's easy to do, right? It can be a very simple thing, but it doesn't make it any easier. We all know that the basics of personal finance is literally live on less than you make, invest and save the rest. Live simply and life will be better for you. We all know this, but there are, there are things that get in the way of us being able to accomplish this. There are things that we do to ourselves. Like I said, we sabotage ourselves financially. We sabotage ourselves financially. And so the first way that we end up doing this is deflecting responsibility. Deflecting responsibility. It's so much easier to point the finger. I heard Gary Vee say this. If you don't know who Gary Vee is, Gary Vee is an entrepreneur and social media guy. Like he's, I just love all his stuff. Like he's a really good inspirational speaker type of dude. Yeah. Anyway, he's, he, he says a quote that I think really, really stood out with me. He said, it's, it's a lot more fun to point the finger than it is to point the thumb. Everybody gets excited when we can point the finger. Like you will see large crowds. I always remember the story of in the Bible of Jesus and the and the woman who got caught having sex with another man's uh, with another woman's husband. And she was she got drugged out or dragged out of the house and she was about to be stoned to death. And then, you know, the the, the Pharisees tried to play Jesus and Jesus was like, oh, you think y'all thought. Y'all thought I'm just simple over here. No, 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 no. And then he was like, he who has no sin, throw the first stone and all that stuff. And I remember that story mainly because it's a lot easier for us to look at other people and blame other people and look at their shortcomings or look at their success and look at the society that we live in and look at everything else and never actually take responsibility for ourselves. We never take responsibility for the things that we are doing to our lives. I always get into arguments with people about, uh, I know one time I did a YouTube video talking about it takes both personal responsibility and societal accountability or leadership accountability. Personal responsibility in the sense that it takes you doing what you know to do. Societal accountability of the fact that we have to hold our leadership accountable to what they should be doing. In other words, they should be implementing systems to ensure that everybody has a chance. However, that does not absorb you from your personal responsibility. I understand that things are happening in the world. I understand that the world isn't fair. I understand that there are circumstances that we may go through that make things not fair. However, it doesn't change the fact that you and I have to take personal responsibility for our lives. We have to take personal responsibility for our lives. It would be like you go out shopping and then when it's time to pay, you look at the person behind you and say, hey, pay for this thing. And the person behind you is like, I don't know you. Why am I, I going to pay for you? But that's what we do a lot of the times. 
we expect other people to pay for the things that we do to ourselves. We swipe our cards all willy-nilly. We we don't pay attention to our finances. We don't try to make a budget. We don't try to track our spending. We don't try to pay attention to our credit score. We don't try to save money. We don't try to learn how to invest. We don't try to develop new skills. We don't try to learn new skills. We don't try to do any of these things. We expect other people to feed us. We expect other people to do the work that we should do for ourselves. And then we run around blaming everybody else. We run around pointing the fingers at everybody else talking about, look at what they're doing. Look at how they're not helping helping my community. Look at how they're not trying to help us out. Look at all the things that they're doing to keep us down. And we keep on pointing our fingers rather than pointing our thumbs to ourselves and asking ourselves, what can I do? What are the things that I can do right now? Yes, life sucks. Yes, it's not going to be equal all the time. Yes, opportunities are not always given to the people who deserve it the most, but it doesn't matter. We have to take accountability and personal responsibility for the things that we can handle. Do the things that you have control over. Worry about what you can control, about what you have a handle on. Leave all the other stuff, all the other stuff you will deal with, like all the other stuff is going to be there. But what you can handle, handle that. So that's the first point. The second one that we love to do as human beings, as much as in the United States, we like to think of ourselves as individuals. We like to think of ourselves as, uh, what's the word? What's independent We like to think of ourselves as we don't do everything that everybody else does. But in all honesty, we are cattle. We are literally cattle in the United States. No matter how much people try to play that off. We hate the idea of not being with the crowd. We love to follow the crowd. There is a major herd mentality for everybody there's and i'm not saying this as a negative thing as human beings we are made to be societal beings we are made to be relationship beings we are made to be people who will um what's the word i'm looking for people who need society because one that's how we're created two that's how we've been able to get to the point that we are right now that's how we are the societies that we are that's how we're able to advance culture that's how we're able to advance technology that's how we're able to have survived this long is by building communities is by making sure that we're learning from one another making sure that the things that we learned from the past we're sharing it with other people so they can learn from it as well is by using the skills from a group rather than one person trying to survive on their own we all learn together we bring it together like they say one man by himself can accomplish a little bit but a group of men by themselves can accomplish a great deal what is it? It's like a, a stick by itself is easily broken, but a bunch of sticks together is hard to break. We do a lot of great things when we come to c- together, when we're together. However, however, there's also the thing that also leads us to wanting to join the herd in doing a lot of different things. 
in buying the latest stuff and buying the latest gear and trying to invest in the most hyped up stock and trying to invest in the most obscure thing that somebody has made like big all of a sudden it's 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 in it's in the way that we choose to spend our money it's like oh i need to get that thing why do you need to get it because this other person has it and so i need to have it it's the keeping up with the joneses type of thing it's very easy to fall into following the crowd it is a lot harder to decide hey you know what something does not seem right here to look at your finances and be like, ah, you know what? I'm not going to spend money to eat out because it's too expensive. I'm going to have to tell my friends, ah, sorry guys, I can't go eat out with y'all. And they're going to be like, why not? Do you hate us? No, I don't hate y'all. I just don't want to be broke. Like that was in college. That was one of the hardest things because I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. That was one of the hardest things for me to learn to do was my friends would be like, yo, let's go eat. And I'll be like, the way my wallet works, (laughs) the way my bank account works. It is very important that we get to the point where we are very much okay with telling people I cannot. I can't. This is hard for me to do. I can't afford that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this instead. It's a lot easier to just kind of like roll with it. It's a lot harder to be different, to be an outsider than to just stick with a crowd. Have you ever wondered why? And it's and the danger of not starting to think and open our minds up to different possibilities rather than just following the crowd is have you ever seen a group of sheep? It takes one sheep to jump over the edge, but it doesn't matter because all the other sheep will go too. This is very dangerous for us. We have to we have to get to the point where we question things. We have to get to the point. Even me, as you're listening to me, don't just take my word for it. Question it. One thing I love about personal finance is the key word personal. Make it fit you. Make it work for you. Figure out what is the systems that work for you. For example, I love using this example because it touches me a lot. My sister loves to travel. And even remember the last episode we had where I had um, Grace talk to us about Road to Fire, about the financial independence, retire early movement that she's working on. As one of the things she said was she loves to travel and she's not sacrificing travel to be able to, to retire early. However, she's making it work for her. She's figuring out ways to make it work for her. The point is, you don't have to do everything the same way that everybody else does. Figure out what works exactly for you. Now, it takes you learning, though. This is the problem. And again, it goes back to that responsibility part. It takes you learning and taking in more and more and more information to figure out, eh, don't like that one. Eh, don't like that one. This one, I like a little bit. So I'm going to take a little bit of information from this one to make it fit my life. Ah, nah, I don't want to take that one. Eh, you, mm, you cool, but I only like the little bit that you said. Let me add that to my life. And so it takes you engulfing yourself in information, that responsibility part. Because in order for you to differentiate yourself, you have to have enough information to be able to stand out, to be able to know what is good, what is going to work for you, and what isn't going to work for you. So it's very important that we don't get comfortable just doing what everybody else does. Because when you do what everybody else does, 
<laughs> it it you remain in the same place. You can't progress. You can't progress. And then finally, the third reason why we self-sabotage is we love to stay in denial. We love to not <laughs> to not allow the truth to inform us. It's one of the reasons why if you ask somebody like, oh man, how much debt are you in? It's like, I don't know. It's a lot, but I don't know. Why? Because they're too scared and afraid to actually look at it. So they would rather be paying off some minimal amount and stay in debt for the rest of their life than actually try to pay that thing off because they're afraid of it. They'll rather live in a state of a denial that it doesn't exist than actually try to actively pay it off. I saw an episode of CNBC Money. I don't know if you guys watch um, CNBC Money, uh, Millennial Money. It's on YouTube. I really like the show. It, it, it shows, I wish they would highlight me because I don't really want to be on that thing. But they showed the lives of different people, how much money they make, how they spend their money, how they're living their lives and all those kind of things. And there are some people on that show that is just kind of like, dog, what are you doing? What are you do-? like? Literally, if they want Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey would be yelling at them so hard, like yelling their their ears off. Because one of the things that is like a consistent theme for everybody on the show that has a bad money habit or ha- has some kind of just not a good um good mindset with money is there's a consistent theme of like I have debt. I really don't try to pay attention to it. I mean, it's there. I make the minimum payments, but I just kind of live my life. I just want to enjoy my life and I will at some point deal with it. That's not a good habit to have with that thing because it's debt is one of those things that just refuses to let you grow. No matter how much money you make, if you have debt, it will always pull you back. It will always pull you back. It doesn't allow you to progress to where you want to be. But the point is, don't stay in denial. Think about it this way. If you cut your finger and you're bleeding, you can't ignore it. But if, you, if you're if you like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to ignore this thing. I'm not going to deal with it. And I'll, I'll put a little Band-Aid over it, but I'm not going to like do anything with it. Like, let's say you like really, really cut this thing. Like, eh, I'm going to just put a Band-Aid over it. Or you just put a band-aid over it and you keep moving. If you ignore it, it doesn't mean that the bleeding has stopped. It doesn't mean that it's just going to be fine. Oh, I put a band-aid over it. If it's a deep enough cut, you can infect the cut, which is going to give you even more problems rather than if you had just, oh, I got cut. Let me go to the hospital. This is a deep cut. I thought it was just a a band-aid to fix it. Oh, it's too deep. I got to go get this thing fixed up. Instead of doing that, it can get to the point where you lose your finger. Why? Because you didn't accept the reality of the situation. I remember in college, I was playing soccer one time and we're playing, we're playing. And at one point I went in to try and get the ball from somebody. It was an indoor court and I smashed my toe on the wall of the court and it was bad. But I didn't really think it was that bad. So I was like, I ignored it. I like limped home the rest of that day. My sister saw me and they were like, yo, ice your toe, put a bandage on it, all that stuff. And I was like, eh, it's not that bad. Today, because I didn't take care of that issue, I have a crooked toe. Every shoe I have and every shoe I wear 
has a light on an edge. If I, if you look at my shoes, every shoe on the inside of my shoe, there's a, there's a wearing pattern because my toe is crooked and it sticks out. And so it wears on the edge of my shoe. Why? It's an issue that could have been solved very easily. Get it looked at, get it fixed, but I refuse to do that. And even till this day, every so often, if it's cold enough, I will feel some kind of like, ew, that kind of hurts in my toe. Why? Because I, I was living in denial that, oh, you know what? I'm fine. It's not, it's not a big deal. I'm fine. There's no problem here. You have to face the reality of the situation that you are in. You cannot deny reality and expect everything to be okay. You have to face it. Reality doesn't disappear because we choose to live in some other fantasy life. It does not. It will remain there. Reality is reality. And so it's for us to face the reality. It's for us to face what we have to do. You cannot just be like, oh, you know what? It's there. It happened. But ah, it's fine. No. Deal with the problem. Deal with it. Don't just run away from it. Don't hide from it. Deal with the problem. Face it. Handle it. Take control of it. Is it going to be hard? Hell yeah, it's going to be hard. But you can come out on the other side better for it. You can come out stronger for it. You can come out greater for it. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. Remember the three things that you got to watch out for so you don't self-sabotage yourself in the future for your financial future. One, don't deflect responsibility. Embrace responsibility. Be okay with taking charge of your life. Two, don't follow the crowd. Don't follow the crowd. Most of the time, the crowd will lead you off a cliff. Don't follow the crowd. Try to stand out. Try to take in information to inform you but not necessarily to follow. Do what you know is best for you. Try to reason things out for yourself. And three, don't stay in denial. Reality is reality. We live in reality. Stay in reality. Embrace reality. Face the things that you know you ought to face head on and deal with them. The earlier you deal with it, the easier it will be. The easier it will be. The more you put something off, the harder and harder and harder it gets. So embrace reality and stop living in in denial. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. I thought this was going to be a sub 15 minute podcast, but when I get to going, when I get to rolling... I just enjoy myself too much. But anyway, thanks to you to each and every single one of y'all for checking out the Rambling Mind podcast. I appreciate each and every single one of y'all as I say that twice. Why do I say it twice? I don't really know. It's just my way of showing my appreciation. If you got any value from the podcast, please let me know by leaving a review on any of the podcast listening platforms that you may be listening to this on. It will be very much appreciated. Let me know your thoughts on the things that I talked about. Was I hurtful? Did I help you in any way? Please hit me up on social medias, on Twitter and on Instagram at Kelechi Waba, or you can email me at ramblingmindshow 
at gmail.com or you can go check out the website ramblingmindshow.com also all of this stuff is also going to be in the show notes so if you need to reach out to me you can just go there and check everything out but once again thank you to each and every single one of y'all and i'm gonna catch y'all up on the next one god bless each and every single one of y'all and remember generosity is always greater than greed i'm out Peace.